0: Hello and welcome to the Two Tones podcast. It is uh, the official podcast of the uh, Carlton Football Club. Uh, Tony DeBolfo. Greetings, Tony. It's going to be a hard one. Uh, And myself, Tony Moak. There it is, round 21. As Winston Churchill said, for the next half an hour or so, Tone, we must brace ourselves to our duty. Very, very true. uh, But before we get into that, Tone, it is round 21. There's only one giant number that sticks out, of course, to me. Well, the game's record holder Tone yeah. stands
1: out like a beacon, does he? Yeah. See, Bradley, Esquire, one of the great players, could have um, could have gone, gone around for another year yeah. or, and, t- or two. Just asking, and had, had not stopped ninety nine at Port Adelaide before he came over. So probably would have played five hundred Oh my god uh, What a player! You know, when he came in, Tone, you would have remembered for Simo's uh, three hundred, that famous oh, yes. photo yeah. now. And uh, to me, looked to be still of his ideal playing weight. Um, Magnificent footballer he was. And a complete
0: health freak. I remember one of the things I've always remember reading about uh, Brattles is after the 95 premiership, he basically had to be ordered to drink a celebratory beer. He, uh, like his body was an absolute temple. Yes, I'm I'm told that the same request was put to you. I'm glad I'm (laughs) 95, Is that right? (laughs) That's, I, and I did my duty. Uh, (laughs) Those were the days. Yes, indeed. Uh, Well, we're further away from that year uh, than I think ever we have been. Uh, We are going to reflect on the round 20 game. Carlton, 7 4 46 versus. Uh, Greater Western Sydney, have a listen to this for a a scoreline 23-13-151. I'm sure a lot of people thought as soon as we hit triple figures, we're leaving the ground.
1: Well, it was... And
0: some people did. Can I just say, before we begin, though, um, (coughs) in fairness, GWS are the most impressive football team I've seen all year. They looked to powerhouse, didn't they? And and even
1: to hear Brendan Bolton assist the game afterwards you know he, he was speaking in glowing terms in terms of the intensity yeah. with which the goal uh, the, the greater Western City players really uh, ran you know and, and, and um, well they've got running machines all over the yeah. ground and um, we were we were our players were under siege there's no doubt about it and um, they're, they're impressive side yeah. and, and so they should be I mean if you think about it about the you know the, uh, the genesis of the team and yeah. you know immediate access to the the plethora of the best young talent in in Australia. Mm. You know, he's a group that's, what, been together four or five years now and, and by right should be really starting to come through. And and admittedly, like all clubs, none of the least of which is Carlton, GWS has injury concerns, but, boy, Croggy, they, they're going to give it a shake, I reckon. They I really like are. That.
0: When they're full fit and firing, um, look out. I mean, based on... Well, just some of the passages of play, I mean, right from the word go, I I missed the first five minutes, but uh, apparently there was, like, from the the first bounce, they were just switched on, ready to go. They were. Um, They're, you know, they're disciplined, they're united, they're um, extraordinarily skillful.
1: They're hungry too. Yeah. You know, they've had the disappointments in recent years, you know, this time of year, so uh, they're hungry, and I think that's a, a, it's hard to quantify hunger, but I, I, I think it's a it's an important component uh, in the um, in the complete picture of GWS, and uh, I just think if they can maintain their list going into September, um, they're an intimidating team, they're, yeah. they're going to trouble a lot of teams. Um, you know, we, we will not be alone there, Tony, in terms of uh, the way we've had to. Well, the duress in which we were under against that team, they, they were impressive. Well, there's not
0: much to take away from uh, the game. There are a few things. To me, most notably, is the fact that our recruitment manager had a lot to do with the fact that they played very well. So, yay, sauce. <laughs> and I think we can we can take that as a win for Carlton.
1: Well, we can. And, um, look, if you look at the, the, our players too, I, I guess for a, a lot of them, particularly younger players, it was a real, you know, I hate using the phrase, a learning curve, it was. And... Um, but you'd have to think, you know, players like Dow and O'Brien, uh, Harry McKay. We'll talk a bit more about him. Yeah, and, um, Marchbank, all these players who can only benefit from an experience like that. And I mean, in many ways, GWS is the benchmark. Mm. You know, for the players that were, were experienced uh, experienced uh, experience that um, situation at the weekend. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a rude awakening in many respects, but an understanding, too, in terms of what it will actually take Yeah. to compete with the best of them. So, um, you know, that's a, a great experience that I'm sure the players to a man will glean a lot from because um, in GWS, that, that was a formidable opposition.
0: No doubt about it. Uh, yeah, there was, uh, there was a few head-in-hand moments, but there was also, you know... You just had to sit back and, and marvel in awe at uh, what that team had assembled. Obviously, mm. they were given a lot of preferential treatment, and you, and you wonder then in this day and age. I mean, I, Richmond as a as a Melbourne-based club, they I guess they've done it the hard and the smart way. Um, GWS have been let's say gifted quite a bit of help thanks to
1: the the AFL. Um, how do we get there? Well, that, well, that's true. I mean, that and there's no it's no. Click your fingers, is it? I mean, it's going to take time for Silvani to you know, to, to build this list and, and um, um, get as many good players in the club as we can, get them playing together and, and really gelling as a, as a football team. Look, there are mitigating factors, I'm sure. We, we've had a lot of players out this year, no doubt about that. Mm. But then you look at GWS... And I mean, Dylan Shield didn't start that game, nor did Scully. Yeah. And then you look at the last quarter; we were the in last, there, yeah. ten to sixteen. Yeah, I mean, sixteen used to be a, a wonderful number here at Carlton mm. um. yes, time, did. <laughs> but uh, uh, it, the, it had nasty connotations uh, the weekend, didn't it? Uh, um, and that, that was a
0: quarter. There was a bit of spirit in the third quarter, but the the uh, the last quarter, GWS just really piled it on.
1: And I, 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 Carlton, the Carlton place just couldn't, um, you know. Couldn't um, cope with it, it seemed. Um, very, very good football team, GWS, and you just have to hope that the Carlton players come back um, the right way this week on the road to um, Western Australia. Well, we will uh, get to previewing
0: that game in a moment, but um, uh, you look at certain statistics GWS 401 disposals to Carlton's 306, so that's a, an average of twenty five a quarter that we were down. Uh GWS hundred and fifty six contested possessions to Carlton's one hundred and twenty. Um the rays of light, uh the brightest, the shiniest obviously, was Harry McKay and he was playing up forward. So we we're playing two talls up forward. Um you could see the logic of that, but they were playing a very tall back line.
1: Well well they were, but look, let's talk about Harry mckay for a moment, Tone. It was fabulous to see him, you know, uh, backing himself in and taking those clunking grabs. And he's such a mobile player too. Yeah. It's magnificent watching him swing on the left boot and backing himself in from 50 or 60 out. like the way he pushes himself up the ground. Not dissimilar to the way Revolt did uh, yeah. when he played at St Kilda. Uh, I, and, and you know, with Harry, he's still so very raw. So you you, you know that as he develops and, you know... Grows into his body, as they say, and gets mm. games under him. What a what a what a potent force he will be, particularly in tandem with with Charlie Curnow. And um, look, on a grim grim Sunday afternoon, um, you know Harry stood like a beacon, didn't he? Yeah, it was a magnificent performance um, to kick three in a team that was really overpowered by yeah. by, by GWS. I thought that was a, a incredible showing from Harry Mackay and and it's with every week we're seeing um, the progress of, of this player who obviously has great ability as, as Stephen Silvani identified when, when he called his name so um, that was that was a, a you know, something for for us to save a tone yeah. on a day when there were't too many positives that's uh, that's for sure
0: no well I, and I noticed when he was on the bench um, Charlie, Charlie became the focus up forward, but he was he was being double teamed by two very tall defenders, and uh, you know that loose man that we should have had just didn't appear. No, um, but then you know I don't, I don't think there was there was much Carlton could have done to have checked uh,
1: GWS's rampant run. No, no, the the run was uh, was uh, clearly a worry for the for the the Carlton collective. Um, and you know, Charlie battled on pretty manfully, but you know, you think of him, m- m- Harry Mackay, but also those other young players, Dale O'Brien, Marchbank, they'll glean a lot from that, Tony. Yeah, you know, they'll learn a lot. Um, as I said earlier, GWS, so, you know, you, you've got to put them right up there. That you, you rate them, yeah, in the absolute elite in terms of the competition, and um they're going to trouble a lot of teams. Yeah, um, look,
0: if they want to knock Richmond off uh, in the, the the last game of the year, um, more power to them, I say. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, <laughs> shine the light on uh, a player that we absolutely uh, just... Yeah, we love him here at the Two Tones. The great Patrick Cripps. Uh, how'd you rate his performance tone? Well, look, I thought Ward probably had the better of him, I have to say. Yeah. And,
1: and, you know, it's a rarity this, this season that we could suggest for a moment that um, Patrick Cripps had his colours lowered. But yeah. I, I do think that Ward, um, Cal Ward had probably the better of Cripps in that game. Um, you know, you know, you, you look at um, uh, at Cripps' numbers, they're not too bad, but I don't think they were as damaging as they have been in, in yeah. other occasions this year. And... Uh, Cripp is probably entitled to a or two. Yeah, I mean, he's been—you yeah. know—it's been a long, yeah. long, hard year. Probably for him more than anyone, you know, having to deal with the responsibilities of the captaincy for a long part of the season. Yeah. On top of worrying about his own game, in, in a year where you know we we are uh, bereft of numbers, um, I suppose there was always going to be that possible letdown mm. somewhere along the line. Um, it's hard to be critical of him, though. He, he's been outstanding. and um, Well, on to, to Ward, I thought he did a great job on Cripper on in that particular game. Um, but we didn't have too many winners over the ground, it must no. be said. No,
0: we didn't. Can I ask, um, you might know this, who was on Josh Kelly?
1: Oh, that's a great question, Tony. Um, question without notice. I, I, I'm not sure who was going head-to-head with him, uh, whether it was O'Brien. It, I, I it ended up being Ed
0: Curnow in the end, didn't it? Well, oh, I think or? it
1: was, but... Um, but I mean, you talk of like he, Kelly to me. I mean, he's a he's more complete player than Scully yeah. because I think he's he, you know he, he's in and under, whereas Scully's more of an outside player. Uh, and he and he seems to have as much speed as as, as um, Scully does. He's a glorious footballer. Yeah, you know, something yes ranking left foot. it's, it's you know. You, you have to admit it. You know, it's a pleasure to see him actually out there playing. Um, you know, it wasn't wrapped on him, seen doing the damage against Carlton, but, you know, taken in isolation, he's a, he's a, he's a very accomplished footballer. And yeah. um, It's frightening to think what is ahead for, for a young player like Kelly is, um, you know, only in the first third or quarter of his career, he, he's a fine footballer. So, look, we were just we were just outplayed by a very, very... Um, um, creditable football team and um, as I said earlier um, they're going to take a lot of scalps GWS mm. um, in the run home I, I believe um, if they have a bit of luck with injury I think they're going to be they're going to be there at the pointy end tone as they say yeah
0: well they weren't too lucky on Sunday were they they had well as you said they were down to 16 men and there were a lot of commentators who like to repeat that fact that Carton were beaten in the last quarter by a team with uh, essentially two men down and um, uh, so, look, we'll we'll see how they go this week. Uh, but, Tone, before we get on to previewing Carlton's game against Frio,
1: you need to give us your three votes. <laughs> Gee this is a hard, hard uh, exercise But, look, I went with um, uh, the old reliable. I went with uh, number six, a little big man, Cade Simpson. I just thought he was pretty valiant uh, on a day where, you know, the team was, as a collective, was under siege. So... Mm. I just believe to Simo had a great year, Simo. Yeah, yeah. In, a, in a big year for him, um, uh, hasn't lost a yard, Tony, and he's still as competitive as ever. I love the way he plays, and um, no worries with him settling up again next year. I feel uh, two votes to another uh, senior um, figure at the club, Dale Thomas. Yeah, I, I thought um, to Toby Green. I think he stood early in the game. Toby came off injured, um, but I thought he did a pretty good job. It was probably one player. You'd say probably one. He's um, yeah. one-on-one duel with his opponent, yeah. and three um, to the to the big fella at, uh, up forward, Harry Mackay. I thought he was three goals, um, eight marks. Great to see some of those big grabs. Yes. You know, um, you know that's the future, isn't it? Yeah. Right there, Tony, and um, to see him and 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 Charlie lurking around that forward fifty. You know, when you think about um, what. This, what what it's going to be like when, you know, we can get our balance right and we're starting to get clean ball into the forward 50. Yeah. How dangerous these two players are going to really be for Carlton. What great focal points they are for yeah. the team. And um, I, I think that's, uh, that's, um, that certainly whets the appetite. You know, you're thinking that, you know, the tall timbers up front, McKay and Charlie Curnow. You You have to think they're going to be At the forefront uh, for Carlton for many years to come. That's great. Who crumbs then in that Um, scenario? Do you? I
0: mean, you know, you need a, I guess, a a bets type player as a as a third option. Well, you do.
1: You know, and I suppose um, uh, Matty Wright's been the the man uh, um, at the moment for for that task, fellow that tends to pick up his twos and three goals uh, along the way. Um, But you know, I'm I'm sure that in time. Bolton, I think, has been on the record as saying that we wanted to get our defence settled first. And to a large extent, that was done. That was yeah. a, that was a yeah. done deal until, you know, yeah. Docherty broke down and then suddenly Ploughman went over and uh, weedering Jakob yeah. uh, Weedering hasn't been um, available. So there's been issues up, up we back. We throw Liam Jones in there as well. And Liam Jones. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, you know, we've been decimated in the, the defensive half. But... The forward line is i suppose it's fair to say still a work in progress Mm. um and time will tell i suppose tony as to who make up the that that front six the other player i think it must come into the equation and he played at the weekend is um is jared pickett oh yeah but again jared pickett's had an injury interrupted year and Mm. has really sort of struggled to um to readjust after that long layoff but but there's a play with inherent natural ability. Yeah, and, and
0: I, from what I've seen, I've really liked. Oh yes, uh, Jared yeah. Pickett this year. Yes, and give him a preseason and a you know a, an extended injury-free period. Yeah, and I, I, I think we're going to see some just some great things from him.
1: And a, and a most engaging character he is too, Tony. He's okay. a really really friendly fellow, and probably the most impressive thing I find in Jared Pickett is that uh, if you've had. You've been lucky enough to meet him. You see him again. He remembers your name. Oh. And that's a gift. Oh, yeah, Yeah, it is. That'll
0: take him far. It will. I tell you. He wears a great number too. So uh, he's worn with pride. Okay, well, thank you for that tone, those three votes. Um, I won't recap the score. There's just no point. We'll just draw a line under that and we move on. We now preview round 21 against Freo. The team are, uh, thanks to Virgin Airlines, heading off to uh, Perth. You'll you're obviously be in first class. Oh, naturally, yeah. Across. And if the pilot gets free promising, I'll jump in and do what <laughs> I have to, Tony. Um, so that's uh, Optus Stadium. Um, uh, fancy uh, an Optus. What
1: were we when we were sponsored by Optus? We went to a stadium. Optus Oval, we Optus Oval, right. we were too, yeah. yeah. So they, the word takes a little while to filter through to WA. So yeah. uh, <laughs> but, um, that, in fact, that's the first time we'll be playing at the newly developed stadium, Tony, um, yes. which is interesting. Uh, and it is—is is it a twilight game? Oh no, it's not. It's early two forty p.m.
0: That's but that's Australian Their Western Standard Time, time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is what for us about four forty.
1: will be, be four forty, I guess here. Yeah. Um, so I, I'd imagine you'd be getting a couple of quiet ones in before the mandatory Palmer down at the graveyard.
0: Uh, oh, d- d- we'll you? see how we go. I'm probably going to be watching it on the laptop at home and scaring the kids with my reaction. I imagine that's probably what I'll be doing. You don't have a cat, do you, Toby? No, no, oh, no, no. no. The uh, cat is. Um, well, the, yeah, the old dog. The, before we lost her, um, she she knew to be in another part of the house. <laughs> uh, she, she was a smart girl. <laughs> what do you know about the surface at the, at that at the new ground? I mean, we we hear about. Uh, Eddie Head Stadium being a hard surface to play on because it's essentially built on a car park. Mm. What's um, What's the feedback been about Optus
1: Stadium? Look, I can't answer that. I'm, I, I don't know what the what the feedback is on it. Suffice to say, I don't think there's been too many um, serious injuries accrued yeah. on the, on that ground since the, since the redevelopment. I, I you know I I can always remember Subiaco Oval as a you know a dry track, a yeah. re, really hard strip, and and. A lot of players went over with knees on that ground. Yeah. Um, I don't know that there's been an incidence of serious injury at Optus Stadium to date. Um, may stand corrected there. But, but um, no, I don't, I don't think the, the ground poses any, you know, diabolical threats to either um, West Coast, Fremantle, or visiting teams like Carlton this week. So um, I'd imagine the players, you know, they'll, they'll fly out probably Saturday, Um, They'll be together. They would have had the opportunity all week to take stock, review Mm -hmm. what what happened against GWS and and move on pretty quickly. So um, I I think the fact that, you know, Brendan Bolton has an opportunity to get out of town with the players uh, is a good thing. Um, You know, the team's pretty close, but I'm sure it'll it'll bond closer now Mm -hmm. uh, leading into this challenge. And, uh, well, let's face it, you know, um, they can throw everything... And the kitchen sink at, at Fremantle? Why not? Um, you know, yeah. there'll be players playing for their careers. There'll be other players, younger younger players, that are with every game trying to establish themselves as you know bona fide league footballers. So pl- plenty of players have got plenty to play for, Tony. Yeah, make no mistake.
0: Oh, ain't that the truth? Now, uh, last time Carlton played for our it was round thirteen. It was that Eddie had we uh, lost that one sixteen. Forty six
1: to fifteen thirteen one oh three. Yeah, that was a, an abysmal performance, if I remember. Yeah, um, yeah, You know, you get them on your home digs, you'd expect a, a, a probably a more competitive showing than that one. Now, um, who's uh,
0: uh, who's going to be under the nose of the selection committee? Is there anyone coming back from injury that we should
1: know about? Well, I did say that um, you know Matt Cruiser, if you know, if, excellent. If um, you know. The, Medicos give him the all clear. Will yeah. be will be probably a chance to resume. It's been you know a, a strange one to say the least. Yeah, you know? and uh, they've obviously the medics have gone softly, softly with him. You know, um, um, you know it's been what has it been three weeks now? Coming up for, for a month, I suppose. Yeah, so it sounds like the best part of a month. Yeah, so so he, he hasn't played for a little while. So you would imagine that he may come back into um, calculations. You've got. Well, yeah, uh, Jakob Wieting, you would yeah. call, you know, put his body on the lining uh, in that into of May of the Gold Coast. Yeah. Great, great effort. Um, so you'd like to think that he might be thereabouts. Jack Silvani, who yeah, withdrew at the end, was e-cology. a late out. Yeah, I'd imagine all these players are tests. Um, they're probably uh, the players that would be most likely. You're, you're looking at those three players to be, I think, around the mark. And then when you go down the list, Tony, unfortunately... <laughs> You see names with uh, the word season yeah. uh, pencilling alongside, you know. And, I mean, it's uh, it's a horror story. David Cunningham, Zach Fisher, Liam Jones, Andrew Phillips, Tom Williamson, Sam Doherty, Alex Silvani and Lockie Plowman. Now, how many is that? One, two, three. That's nine. So that... Wow. that and if you look at that group... and like 44? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you'd say of that, of that nine... You'd probably say all nine of them yeah. would feature in Carlton's best team. Yeah. So while we, you know, uh, we hear of the sad stories at, at Collingwood and uh, GWS and, and, and wherever, Carlton has not been untouched. Mm. And, and, and really, if you think about it, <laughs> what Brendan Bolton has had to um, deal with, given his limited resources mm. at, at his disposal... It's probably no surprise that you know we're 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 really um, we seem to be dragging our feet, you know, as the season draws to its um, to its end. So yeah. uh, it's been it's been a tough year, no doubt, no question about it. Um, you don't make excuses, but there have been some mitigating factors. Yeah,
0: I think that's always worth keeping in mind. Anyway, well look, um, the, uh, any of the players? Who, you, so you said Silvani and Cruiser and Jakob, but yeah, May, Yes. We're not uh, I'm not trying to uh, nail you down here Tom, but uh, at least if You're those
1: are going for the throat Tom. No 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 no, no
0: no all I'm saying if they, if they if even we get let's say two of those three playing I mean that's uh that's all upside if you ask me.
1: Yeah very true. And what I say in Cruz's absence I think that Lob has he's done a great been job. Magnificent. Oh he's been great. He's been great. It's funny isn't it when you think about well gee, why has it taken him this long you know again I think he's a player that has had an injury interrupted season. But I believe that you know since his call up, um, he's been admirable. Yeah. You know, in, he, in, in the way he contests the centre bounces and follows up on the um, on the initial play, um, yeah. second and third effort. So I think I, I think he really sets a tone, and I love seeing that. I mean, yeah. mind you, Cruiser plays that way too. Yeah. But I, I think to deputise for Cruiser so late in the season, he's done a very very good job for Carlton. And, um, so do they both play if Cruiser's back? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know if you can play them both. I'm not yeah. sure about that. Um, and without sort of analysing the, the tools for um, from Adel, I'm, I'm I'm not so sure.
0: Because um, we've been down this road before with a, a surfeit of talented ruckmen, and we know what happened, um, the beneficiaries being Adelaide and Richmond. Yes, uh, yes. To yes. varying degrees, I might yes. point out. But, uh, yeah, so we, we don't want to have that kind of talent inside the tent and then, uh, and then I don't know, um,
1: uh, let him walk for, for lack of opportunity. That's very true, Tony. Um, I'll look, I, I think Lobs done enough to show that He'll be a required player in uh, 2019, and uh, you just have to hope that uh, Big Cruz can actually get his body right, um, because um, on song, he's he's an important garland footballer. Oh, we love him. We love him. All right, well,
0: um, that is, as we said, 2.40pm Perth time on Sunday. Uh, now, before we go, Tone, um, we're going to preview next week on the
1: two Tones. Yes, we will, Tone. Um, next week, uh, we will have in the studio as a guest um, Dan Eddy, uh, yes. the, the author. Uh, you may recall, um, uh, wrote uh, a tribute to uh, Dick Reynolds, uh, Dick Reynolds' biography, King mm. Richard. And more recently, um, uh, one plaudits for his book, um, uh, what was it, Larrikins and oh, Heroes? Yes. I think it was. Heroes and Larrikins? No, memory. there were three in the title, i <laughs> <memory. laughs> About the, the boys that were there for the you know the three premierships, 79, yep. 81, 82, um, the first of them under Jez the second under and third under Parkin. Great read it was too. Well, Dan just completed a book uh, on the Norm Smith medalists, uh, players who delivered on football's grandest stage, Tony. And, of course... It opens up with the inaugural winner Wayne Harms, and um, I have uh, started to read Wayne's story. Fabulous, it is too. Yeah, uh, and of course we'll be looking in detail with Dan when when um, he sits in next week on the um, on our other uh, North Smith medalists, uh, Bruce Duhl, um and David Reese Jones, Jones, and Brent Williams oh. in '95. So, so I'm sure that will be something that um, our listeners will um, devour uh, when 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 Dan. Uh, comes in to reflect on on his new tome. Very um, much
0: looking forward to that. And a, a tome it is. That weighs in at about four hundred pages. Yes,
1: and it? it's uh, it's uh, it's it's what are we up it's around story esque? <laughs> uh, <it's>, uh, <laughs> Five hundred and seventy six pages. Yes, there it we go. With, <laughs> ends with Dusty Martin, but uh, oh, yeah. all the good stuff's up front. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> yes, so uh, we'll, we'll digest that next week. That will be fun, Tone. And and what I say, Tony. I also just had uh, uh, the the. Uh, uh, Great fortune to sit down with uh, Paddy Dow. Ah, um, I just got an opportunity to chat with Paddy about the season so far. He's an inaugural season at senior level. How he's found it. Um, what, are the, what have been the pitfalls? Haven't been too many. He, he's um, he talked about how he loved the opportunity to you know take responsibility in the in the. In the centre. Yeah. Um, you know, with Murphy out of the team, I guess the opportunity opened up perhaps sooner than he actually anticipated. Yeah. But he talked about how much he loved the club, how much he loved coming to training, how much he loved the experience of playing league football. And he's very measured, mature fellow tone. Um, and he's talking about how uh he was boarding, I think, for a while at Geelong, <laughs> at Geelong Grammar, if memory serves. Yes. Uh and he talked about um, whether it was through the academy at the time, that he, had, he actually had occasion to train for two weeks at uh, at the Geelong Football Club. Yeah, and I asked him whether he was exposed to any of the Geelong players. He said, "Oh yes, we're we trained we're trained with all of them." And um, he ac- actually acknowledged uh, Joel Selwood. He said he was a f- fabulous person in in actually welcoming me oh. to the club and taking me. It was yeah. lovely to hear. You know, yeah. so he talks about he talks about. Um, you know the preparations for his, his maiden season of league football, and reflecting now on uh, on the near the end of it, you know what, what he's learnt and gleaned from the game. Um, most insightful, thoughtful person, a very nice fellow. Um, what a player, Tony! Too what well, what a player in twenty nineteen for Paddy Dow. I absolutely, say. absolutely. Um,
0: well, it's interesting. We recruited more uh, players in the past from Geelong Grammar. I wonder how Prince Charles would have gone. I don't know, as, a, as an anti... Uh, what do you reckon? Where
1: would you play Prince Charles? Oh, well, well, I don't know where you play you, Well, you, talk, you mentioned earlier, Tony, you're looking for a will of the wisp Ford yeah. to, at the foot of Harry Mackay. Well, yeah. you know, <laughs> HRH in the pocket, probably. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, but he's not totally unknown to the club either, I might say, Prince yeah. Charles, because you will recall, Tony, in 1972 when we... We kicked the record score in a grand final against Richmond. Yeah. The postscript to that game was the the world tour of uh, Europe um, and I think it ended up in Singapore on the way back. But there was a game that Carlton played against the All-Stars, which was a conglomerate of players from all over the country and I think in that team were players like Mel Brown, Malcolm Blight and yeah. Glenn Hewitt, uh, Leighton Hewitt's father, was was in that particular touring party. And um, the players, the current players, were introduced to His Royal Highness on the Oval oh, before yeah. that match. And I have seen a photo of um, of Big Nick introducing Prince Charles to Bruce Duel And <laughs> Reading between the lines, looking at the photo, I don't think there was a hell of a lot said.
0: <laughs> okay, that's unusual.
1: That's right. Uh,
0: well, that's all from us. We, uh, we wish Carlton, of course, all the best against Freo. Um, song for the week, tone. You've been working on it, I know. I, I... Well, I th- think, uh, given where we are at the end of the season and, and given, I guess, how I felt as I left the MCG the other day... I've chosen a song from a British band of the 1960s. What was your suggestion earlier that
1: thought well, it might be? Well, I thought it might have been help for the Beatles, <laughs> but uh, I don't. Mean, it's a very facetious thing of me to say, Tony, and I, I, I withdraw that comment immediately.
0: Right. <laughs> right, I'm going to put you out of your misery because it was driving you mad before you hit the record button, and I'll put Lucy out of her misery too, our producer. It's by Pink Floyd, and it's simply called Comfortably Numb.